You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to yet another episode of your show. That's right. We and you and all of us are the Kickout Crew. I uh, want to thank everybody for the positive reinforcement on last week's episode. Uh, you know, King of the Mountain is a hell of a match. Uh, is it a ladder match? Is it a Royal Rumble? There's a penalty box. Uh, everything is kind of worked in reverse. And it kind of seemed like a lot of us were in reverse that episode, too. Hey, you know. That's your show, baby. It is what it is. But I want to thank everybody for the questions that they submitted. And uh hope everybody got a chance to hear it. Hope everybody had a chance to watch it on premiere. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun doing that show. Uh, I want to welcome you to this uh, show. We got a, a doozy on our hands on this one. Uh, going to do a little uh, watch-along thing, but I'm not going to get too far into that. Uh, as always, be sure to check us out on your social media platforms. It's Kickout Crew. Uh, be sure to follow us, like, subscribe. Hey, man, drop some comments. Maybe drop a five-star rating. Hell, who knows? Mike will probably buy you a shirt. Uh, that being said... Yeah, drunk enough, you can get him to buy anything. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Message him at the right time. He may send you money and <laughs> not mean to. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, that's enough. Uh, oh. Speaking of that, at one time he invited someone to, to be another host on the show while he was drinking. Back to you, James. That also is, uh, yeah, that's a deep dive, too. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Man. Shout out to the hair, huh? Shout out, hair. <laughs> I think you know who we're talking about. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you know, we are uh, firing all cylinders already. And, uh, it's time to get this fun, you know, continued. And uh, that's enough about me talking, because Lord knows we don't want any segments to drag on this day or week or month or even this year. So, uh <laughs> Ah, gotta love the inside baseball. But uh, I guess it's time for Adam's Apples of Wisdom. Kind of switch it up. Wait a minute, bro. What happened to the rant in Stanton number two? Did you forget to put your own self on this? No rant in this week. Watch along, baby. Wow, I'm I'm, I'm flattered. I'm number two? Well, that's what I've heard. (laughs) Number two, baby. (laughs) All right, so um, last week I just did like little little tidbits of knowledge or whatnot. And I was doing some scrolling around the other day and I found a website where it's like, I'm not going to do all 24, but it's like 24 <laughs> of the most outrageous laws in the United States. Like I said, I'm not going to do all of them, but some of these are unreal. Like in Oklahoma and Ohio, you can't make faces at a dog. 
It's against the law <laughs> to make a face at a dog. <laughs> In California, it's illegal to eat a frog if it died during a frog jumping competition. <laughs> you can eat it if it died any other way, though. Yeah, as long as it died any other way, you're good. <laughs> but if it died during a jumping competition, it has to be destroyed. <laughs> That's so, what it says. I mean, I'm, it's, it's unreal. Uh, in Florida, it's illegal to sing in your swimsuit. Well, arrest <laughs> me now. <laughs> in Arizona, you can't have a donkey sleeping in your bathtub after 7 p.m. All good before then. Day sleep. The best thing about these is the backstory. Like, how did that like move to a vote? Like, move to a motion, move to a vote, like all that stuff. And what made it 7 p.m.? And you know, there had to be a debate. Like, oh, shit, you can't have one in the bathtub. For it to be a law. Like, who's the guy that had the donkey in the bathtub? At 6 30. And he's like, wrap it up. Yeah, I know. Hey, water's getting cold. Um, in California, it's against the law to eat an orange while taking a bath. Uh, Alabama, it's illegal to drive while blindfolded. Well, I got to I'm on board with that. Okay? Yeah, for real. That should be all 50 states. Of all the states, I'd expect Alabama to have the most sense. But yeah, it's Alabama. Up. Yeah, baby. Fucking Daredevil or Houdini? Like, what are we doing out here? Uh, Arkansas, it's illegal to sound your horn at any place where cold drinks or sandwiches are served after 9 p.m. Hmm. Um, oh, wow. In Georgia, it's illegal <laughs> to consume fried chicken by any other means other than using your hands. So you can't use a fork while eating fried chicken. <laughs> or chopsticks. Oh, good or your, or your feet. In Maine, it's illegal to bite your landlord. Again, uh, not sure if it's the, not illegal everywhere, but um... yeah, someone say that's assault. <laughs> uh, here's, a, here's a good one from Georgia it's illegal to tie a giraffe to a telephone pole or a street lamp. Where the hell are you getting a giraffe in Georgia? <laughs> right? Is there a where are you supposed to tie it then? I mean, I guess to a stop sign is okay, but not to a street lamp. Yeah, well. I think the only place you're getting a giraffe in Georgia is at the zoo. So, like, you're not running wild on the street in Georgia. Right? They're so not native to Georgia. Georgia. There's probably six giraffes in Georgia. Yeah, and I guarantee at Atlanta Zoo. You know. uh, Ohio, it's against the law for stores to sell cornflakes on Sundays. I call bullshit. <laughs> Like it used to be, I remember we weren't allowed to buy alcohol on Sundays uh, in Pennsylvania, so it would be like blocked off or something. I, I can you imagine blocking off the cornflakes at the grocery store? Like, no, nope, no, nope, not today. <laughs> you gotta keep these locked up. Are you trying to do Rebel? It's it's Sunday. You know, there's that one store that sells cornflakes on Sundays. So they're like, just, just yeah, take go. Yeah, go, go, get out of here under the table. In the back office, they slap a. They have like a fake like cover, and they just slap. Yeah, they gotta go in and ask for the Sunday special. Hey, can I get your Sunday special? Oh, pull pull around back. back. (laughs) Don't wait till Monday. (laughs) I need what's that code word? Oh yeah, Uh, Michigan. It's illegal to tie a crocodile or an alligator to a fire hydrant. 
A lot of these people don't want you to like tie up your animals, it seems like. <laughs> uh New Jersey is illegal to purchase ice cream after six PM. I absolute bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm close to New York, Jersey enough that I know that they're open. <laughs> and the last one, Alabama, Kentucky, and Georgia. It's against the law to walk down the street with an ice cream cone in your back pocket. <laughs> we that one I think is actually in the archives. I think we did discuss that one. So that's just you know just some random you know our friends from these different states. Something for y'all to think about. So next time you're in Florida, just remember that it's illegal to fart in public after six p.m. False. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I know that. you've broken the law several times, James. Um, hey, you know, not the fart one. I don't want to be set up for that one. I've definitely, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. Oh, and I can imagine in Tampa at Royal Rumble weekend. Oh, lawbreakers out there. I am still hearing uh, shrapnel <laughs> from that explosion. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> I will say, as a big guy, that you know, I don't frequent bars much, but I go to bars and stuff. Uh, somebody will crop dust everybody, and I'll be like around the area, and they'll be like, oh. Patty did it. I'm like, man, fuck y'all. Like, it was this jackass. Speaking of jackasses. <laughs> oh, oh, Blame it on the big guy. It's always yeah, it perfect. There's just something for you to think about next time you're out and about and you see somebody with a ice cream cone in their back pocket or if you're going down the road and see a giraffe tied to a lamppost. Whoa, what the hell did I miss? Uh, your old segment. <laughs> yeah, a recycled one that you did. <laughs> but it's always a good one. It's always a good one. But what goes better? Oh, wait, James, I'm sorry. Oh, are you sure you don't want to just jump in? <laughs> got nothing? I got nothing. <laughs> well, you know what's uh, funny and very coincidental is it's time for Mike's Meat Minute. So, Mike, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the show. Oh, cool. So, um... You guys like pickles? <laughs> uh, so what you want to do with these pickles is take them out and put them off on the side in the plate. Done deal. Then what you want to do, what we're going to do, is a jalapeno chicken hamburger. What you want to do is get some ground up chicken. Get some diced up jalapenos. Mix it together, make some hamburger patties out of the chicken, cook them up, put you a little bit of a uh, buffalo sauce on there if you want, put you some cheese or bacon. Bacon always goes good with pickles. Why not both? <laughs> yeah, the ranch. Well. well, you put the ranch with the pickles 24 hours before <laughs> 48, 48 hours. Yeah, 48 on. hours. You know the recipe. This just never escapes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a quick chicken burger. Jalapeno chicken burger. <laughs> oh, oh, chicken sandwich. I wasn't if, ready for my Mike's Meat Minute yet. Since if I you're in Minnesota, I hate to tell you this, but if you live in Minnesota, it's illegal to eat a hamburger on a Sunday. Yeah, well, I don't live in Minnesota, so fuck When I went to full Minnesota gear in 2021, broke that law. Mm, right? It's against the law. So what do they eat on football Sunday in Minnesota? Probably wings, as long as they don't, as long as they use their hands. 
But this yeah, ain't a heat else. Huh, skull. This technically is not a hamburger because hamburger is made out of hamburger meat. This is a chicken burger. Chicken sandwich. Yeah, but it's not a chicken. It's a ground up chicken hamburger. Hear that, Minnesota? This makes meat meat minutes for you. Chicken burger. Is that better than a soybean burger? Yes. Lettuce pickled ranch. My wife had a one of those black bean burgers. Have you have they oh, yeah. tried them? What morning star? I have tried them. Like I mean, they're not the end of the world, but I don't want it. The Was it morning star or whatever? Something like that. It's just. I've been what afraid to try them. I'm afraid either I'll hate it or I'll like it so much it'll break my heart. You're not going to like it that much. Okay. It's a good. If you're on a diet, great. Have one. <laughs> but if you're not, don't. And that is the spirit of June. <laughs> For real. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mike, is that a... Yeah, that's it, I guess. I was chicken afraid. sandwich, baby. You know, if you, I guess we're not going by the outline since I was a little bit late. We definitely not... are going by uh, the outline. definitely going by the outline, yeah. Oh. Well, All right. That one, I I you even have the outline pulled up. I stalled my segment because you said five minutes, so I just kept reading. So it gave you time to get on here. It goes, it's... intro, James. Well, let's see. What happened We're live, was, guys. We're live. When I, was, when I was trying to put the kids in the cage, they kept going at it and at it and at it, so I had to throw the sheet over it. I had to go find the sheet and put over the cage. Boy, that's going to age well. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Mike's V minute, third on the old hoo-ha. And, hey, chicken sandwich. I like chicken sandwiches. It's always good to get Mike's segments in earlier. <laughs> the better. Love you, Mike. Especially, I mean, hey. as soon as he logs in, with boom, we hit him with it. You know, that, that it right Mike's there. Though, Good night, everyone. That, that's 50-50, because a lot of people like it when I go last. Well, 50 -50. I would like to see those messages. messages. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, forward all those messages to uh, <laughs> For real. We'll Yes Man Brad on Twitter. When Brian's back on, we will gladly screenshot those, you know. Yeah, I want to see who said that. That way we can send them a care package. Because it hasn't been your day, week, or month, or even your year on this day. I'll be there for you. Right. Oh, by the way, y'all know on this day, 20 years ago. Uh, what, last week? 20 um, years ago? No, today, as record, 20 years ago, Eddie Guerrero won his first world title. Well, you saved it right there. You actually told us that last week. I know, because it was today. <laughs> so what is today's agenda oh shit today being the 22nd yeah uh so today's agenda is with the elimination chamber almost upon us we had the crew decided to cover the first elimination chamber which was not a pay-per-view at the time that is today's agenda oh is the elimination chamber going to a land down under yeah everybody's gonna be watching that with but before breakfast, crazy? isn't that crazy how the Survivor Series, you know, it just went by the the, uh, the original Survivor Series rules, and then it started the Elimination Chamber. Now it's doing war games. I mean, it's like we're having we're trying everything we can on Survivor Series because they know the shit got boring. It did. The five on <laughs> five got different. Boring. We had to get, get we had to get different ideas to bring so the viewers what back. We, what do we need to do for that then? Because it's like at what, like five o'clock in the morning this year. It's five o'clock central. It's six o'clock Eastern. Yeah. So doing anything. Do we, not watching. Do we, just, 
Working. <laughs> we just get drunk and stay up all night and watch it in the morning, or do we yeah. have to wake up no. extra no. early? <laughs> at least eat breakfast. Gotta watch it two a.m. I'm gonna watch it after work, later after I find out all the results. Because <laughs> <laughs> don't answer your phone, Brad. Keep your phone at home. All okay. right. All right, so, James. Uh, <laughs> so today's agenda is, you know, Elimination Chamber. We might as well, we figured we would go back to the first one. And what was the first one? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Man, miss you, Bryant, because uh, this will be clutch. But it is. Excuse me, had the cough right there. It is Booker T versus Chris Jericho versus Kane versus Rob Van Dam versus Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. Some would say he's a cute, sexy boy, but some would not say it about this match. Ha! But, uh, for his outfit. Is, boom. It is the Elimination Chamber match for the World Heavyweight Championship. It took place at Survivor Series 2002. Uh, and that took place November 17th, 2002. Wait, at... wait, Devin, how old were you here? Uh, I was like four. Five. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You were five in 2002? Yeah, uh, I think. You get on my damn yeah. numbers. Brad oh, just graduated college. Um, no, I graduated college <laughs> four years prior to this. <laughs> That's the year nice. I graduated, though, too. That's the year I actually graduated high school. Yeah, great. I love it when we play this game. <laughs> it took place in Madison Square Garden in New York City, New York. You know, New York City, New York State, 10108. Shout out Stick Stigley. Another shout-out is Matt Malinconico, friend of the show. Supposedly he was there, but I didn't see his purple shirt in the front row, so I don't think he was. Boom. <laughs> uh, it had an attendance of 17,930. It had a buy rate of 340,000. It had a match length, <laughs> I can't wait, 39 minutes and 20 seconds. Match, not intros. <laughs> match. <laughs> And uh, you know Meltzer what, gave this four and a quarter stars. What? But, yeah, four and a quarter. It's their buy happening. rate, their buy rate viewers is more than what Collision's doing right now in AEW. Shots fired. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Just saying. But can't wait to Devin. I heard you got a soliloquy or a long poem for us on this one. So uh, hope them pipes are ready to roll, buddy. Oh, I'm kidding. But, uh, you want me to do this, Devin? Yeah, so no, he, it all he, started... Let, let Devin do the first three quarters because we know he's going to falter that fourth quarter in overtime. So, let, you know, oh. we can do it that way. Oh, oh. shots fired for real. Oh. Yeah. Right. That was, that was Purdy right, right there, but that was Purdy. Yeah, yes. wasn't it? No, it wasn't Purdy. <laughs> some would say it's just me let's, and Mahomes, you know? Let's get back to this. So, Game, can go all swift on us now. Shawn Michaels would return to the WWE in 2002 when he would uh, face Triple H in a street fight at SummerSlam. Uh, HBK would end up winning that match, but Triple H would shatter his back immediately after with a sledgehammer. Shawn Michaels would shortly come back 
when Triple H was fully enthralled in his feud with Kane over the whole controversial Katie Vick segment. Uh, mm. Then uh, tri- I ain't never heard that story. We'll skip that one because Shawn Michaels would come back and then super kick Triple H a few different times. Uh, Chris Jericho and Christian would end up defeating Kane and the Hurricane for the tag team titles. So Chris Jericho and Kane were kind of feuding. Uh, Booker T would end up facing Triple H and Shawn Michaels would return again to super kick Triple H in that match. So Booker T's been robbed. Everyone's kind of been robbed in this feud. And then that's when Eric Bischoff would announce the first ever Elimination Chamber match. Great job. Man, I was like... uh, I didn't know if you were going to make it. As you guys can all see, Devin is a little under the weather this evening. Yeah, That's a polite way of saying Devin looks like shit. (laughs) He does look like shit. But he's here. Hey, Brad. Brad was an MVP one episode, and he looked like he was knock, knock, knocking on Evan's door that one episode. Found out the next day it was COVID's door. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Chernoff. Couldn't miss it. By the way, it is now the Premier Wrestling, not the Premier Streaming Network anymore. That is right. I don't know what I said at the beginning of the episode, but sure, I'll get butchered for it. I just remembered. <laughs> hey, big things are coming. We're still pretty Premier. Premier. So, uh, James. Hey. I guess it's Do back to you now to do some kind of like our we're doing so something. Is it, uh, style, is it right? time? We're going to do this a little, uh, a little differently. We're going to do this watch along style. Because, uh, you know, I don't know if you've seen it. I know some people who haven't. <laughs> that's for sure. So uh, we're going to definitely do this watch-along style. And, uh, you know, you want to fire up your old peacock. And uh, you go to Survivor Series. Oh, wait. That's his thing. <laughs> Get your cock out. <laughs> hey, really. hey, 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 hey. Yeah, we're not the podcast that should be saying shit like that. But uh, fire up the Peacock Network and go to Survivor Series 2002. And when you find Survivor Series 2002, you're going to want to go to the time code of 1 hour, 49 minutes, and 50 seconds. That is 1 hour, 49 minutes, and 50 seconds. And uh, while you get that going, I just want to say to our international listeners... We have no idea what time code that is on the WWE Network. Pretty much, we're going to start when Bischoff comes out. So, season season 16, episode one. On the cock, it is season six, episode one. On the WWE Network internationally, it's Survivor Survivor Series 2002. Who knows what time code? Is it it all crazy when we're watching this? You know, we're, you know... We're in our fandom and everything. Eric Bischoff coming out. He's a part of WWE right here. And then here we are now, and we've all met him, talked to him, get to – like, he's reachable now. The, the man that was running, helping run WCW and running WWE is a guy that we just casually know now. Who would have thought that? Yeah, yeah, I have I a voicemail from Eric that's on not, my phone. I have a voicemail from Eric Bischoff on my phone. He calls every couple months. Hey, how you doing? I'll never forget that freaking voicemail, and I missed it. We text every morning. He called one night when we were recording, and I was like, who the fuck is calling me this late at night? Wyoming? What the fuck is this? And then when I listen to the voicemail, I'm like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, because I should have answered it on air, <laughs> you know? 
It's this well. crazy thing about that, you know, when we're younger and watching it, never will we think 20 years later we'll be able to meet the guy, talk to him like he's just a normal guy. Like we can just, hey, Eric, what's up? Hey, what's going on, James? What's going on, Brad? You know? Right. I'm telling you, like, three from like three to like 15 year old James will be losing his fucking mind over the last like three years I've had. Oh, oh God, yes. <laughs> you know? 100%. Shout out, Jared. Something to think about. I don't know. It just hit me. I'm sitting here looking at the name on the backdrop of the entrance. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this dude, you know, he just how big he was back then. And what what time code is it? Oh, it's one hour, 49 minutes, and 50 seconds. So uh, if we're already here, I guess we might as well go ahead and do a countdown and click play. Do we have DJ turn up? <laughs> I guess we don't have DJ turn up. We got DJ you turn see, up. You didn't see that even. email? You know it's all about Shivani. He, he, <laughs> he sent it to Bryant. Where is he at? He's actually working. <laughs> the one time we get a famous all right let's get started <laughs> in three two one play we see easy e coming out mike have you ever seen this i want your live reaction um actually yes i did see it live be damned i, I will doors. be damned i didn't notice that the first time look at that yeah i'm back Look at it. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's... Yeah, we got to talk about something, fellas. What, <laughs> what was y'all's first reaction to the chamber? The first time you seen it? I'll tell you this, Mike. I didn't think much of it. I, 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 I hear it more now about how dangerous it is and how... But to me, it, it doesn't... See, I don't think that translates. And I think it's great here what he does because he explains everything and how dangerous it is. Eric is letting you know what this is. And that's important because we don't know what's real, what isn't, what's rubber, what's not. But he's saying it's not. So my re- first reaction was nothing special, but then seeing this sold me. Yeah, that metal grating when he's hitting it with the pipe. Yep. And I was hey. watching the, the latest uh, Elimination Chamber with the women's from last year compared to this one. And the floor is totally different. The pods are a little different. And it's the steel grating, man. I can't imagine hitting the steel grating like they do here, man. It's it's, it's crazy how much has changed, but I don't know. I don't know if I could do it, man. They're, they're bravo to these guys. I, I don't know. I don't know. Bravo. It, it's, I don't know. You had to pay yep. me a lot of money to do that. Yeah, the grates uh, definitely, because, you know, obviously this is a, you know, I'm in and out of fandom at this time. But I do remember seeing this, like, oh, man, it kind of looks like a glorified, uh, like, cage match thing. Yes. Because, obviously, we didn't get pay-per-views, you know. But then uh, on the next Raw, <laughs> I think I actually did watch the next Raw. Uh, I was like, man, like, that was a thing, you know. You got broken shit. You got uh, people slamming on them grades. You got all kinds of stuff happening. I wonder who actually thought of the concept. I know Eric Bischoff gets the credit for what you know introducing it it sounds to me like it's triple h um i so there's a question that we're going to get to later from now the rules are up there actually uh from james dad randy 
and it's an ESPN interview, and they talk about it how they play, how Triple H talks about how he came up with this, but still had never seen it. Unreal. Two miles of chain. I think that's what they said. Two miles. But what? That's but if it's this dangerous, how? Why are they doing it? That's ten thousand five hundred. It's battle, pain. Brad. We're trying to hurt people. What are they supposed to do? Walk out there in fucking fat suits and just bump each other, and then we call it a match? I mean, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> so, how did you guys like this Chris Jericho entrance here? So, Chris Jericho like, with like his entrance video. Yes, I loved it. It goes on forever. Break the wall down. Yeah, just like that, thing. that part and that thing. I mean, it was. I don't know. I I liked it. I was always a fan of it. So that was my thing. So it's, what is this video? It's world. It's the Y two Y two K thing. They, well, there's someone actually singing. It's a video. Um, I I didn't know a lot about. It. I can't really remember. But you know. Oh world. yeah, that's a. Uh, they're doing this saliva. Okay. This is saliva playing in the world, which was the WWE's restaurant remade. Like the, so that, the second version of the restaurant. So Devin, that's going on next door? Uh virtually across the street. Like Look, just a few like, blocks boom. down in uh Times Square. And this is happening in MSG. Interesting, right? Yeah. Oh, I forgot how ripped Jericho was back then, man. He's in amazing shape. You know, man, he's kind of like a rich flair. He was he was ripped a lot. Dude is wide, man. I forgot how freaking ripped he was. Because he's not a body guy. You know, he he never really was a body he's guy. Not, not in bad shape, but he's not. No, but I think Jerry. Yeah, he always kind of had that pose. Mm -hmm. It's like Ric Flair. You know, like Ric Flair never was like Hulk Hogan. You know, <laughs> he never was the ultimate warrior. But he, he was in good shape, but he he wasn't winning any competitions at the, you know, the body. He right. wasn't winning the Lex Luthor Award or Lex Luthor Luger Award. <laughs> <laughs> So earlier in the earlier in this pay per view, Chris Jericho doesn't have his goatee all braided up, and it's just loose, and it's just long and disgusting. It kind of looks like Daniel Bryan's back in the day. And I was watching this pay per view with Erica earlier, and she was just like, "Like, why does he have that on his face?" She was, she hey, you think she was like sending hints, or was she just talking? <laughs> no, mine, mine's not quite like that. His music is still going. That's what I mean. This is a really long entrance. It's a song. I get that, but wait till you see the next entrance. Well, you think it's too. I mean, they were playing it live at yeah. uh, the world. Yeah. Maybe they didn't know when they were doing it live out there. Maybe they didn't know to stop. Maybe they didn't get the <laughs> to stop the song. Well, when with you, the crowd, it, the crowd there, you have to play to the crowd. Like, yeah, you, you know, have to play to the crowd. So why not play it? I mean, I would just say quit cutting the camera over there, you know? This My was actually their second performance on the show, too, because right after the very first match, they played the song Always as a live a good performance. Song. My and point is, is that when you come into something when you come into something like this cold and you see a four-minute intro, you got questions. <laughs> We're cold. Because look at this. Booker T's done. It's over. He's, he's got a bomb ass theme song. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the WCW one. Da, 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 da. 
Yeah. So I always used to make fun. I always used to like when we listen to Tony's uh, podcast, Tony Shivani's, and they would do a watch along. There were times literally where they pause and they don't talk. It is real easy to do that. At least yeah. we got five of us here today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, can work, we can come up with something. Well, that's what. Here's your here's your question. How did Jericho end up in this match? He's already a champion, and it was for Triple H's title and not for his. Because he's Seven? a tag team champion. Yeah, he was a tag team champion. Tag what are you going to do? Put up half the tag team. Cha- and Kane's a tag team champion. So, I mean, right? Wasn't him? No, Kane, Kane was the team? former tag team champion. Okay. Chris Jericho and Christian were the tag team champions. Oh, okay. So you put up the tag championship belt. So, so if you win a match, you're a tag team champion with Christian? Hey, we've I seen more. We've seen crazier things happen in WCW. They put up <laughs> the tag team the, titles. <laughs> yeah, the all match. these titles in like a four way. That sounds like some dark side of the uh, moon type stuff. On the Raw right before this, uh, Chris Jericho and Christian would go around beating up everyone because Eric Bischoff told them early in the show, if anyone gets hurt, Christian can be the replacement. So they're beating up everyone until at the very end, Christian says that he would beat anyone, including Chris Jericho, if he needed to, to win the title. So then Chris Jericho hit him with a chair too. Kevin. How we got there. So here we go with Shawn Michaels. Our friend Brian Haremza's favorite. Shout out, Brian. And we see who the crowd favorite is, right? Apparently. It's looking like it. The GOAT. Just by that reaction with the volume down, you can kind of tell. So this was his second match back to the WWE, but technically his first sanctioned match because his match with Triple H at SummerSlam and the street fight was an unsanctioned match. That's where I got confused. Great, great observation, Devin. It's an amazing thing, isn't it, that he was out for so long because he had a a, a career-ending injury and he came back and he wrestled for, what, 10 years? Well, according to, like, (laughs) Bruce and all them, they always talk like, this is his best run. But like 93 or what, 94, 95, 96, everybody's like, oh, he was like the goat then. And then to come back and be like, well, this was even better. You know, it's just kind of amazing. Shows the real talent the old uh, Heartbreak Kid had. What do you guys think? Can Can you not say that with like Edge now? Or even like... Edge, Brian. No, Edge's comeback tour <clears throat> it pales in comparison to what HBK did in this comeback tour. I agree. Completely agree. What about Daniel Bryan? I don't think Daniel Bryan was out as long. And I think Daniel Bryan's best time was... Long, but he I had think, a... I think I mean, he's doing good matches, don't get me wrong, but... I mean, after this, we still get the HBK and Undertaker WrestleMania matches. We still get, yeah, okay. you know, all this stuff, like... He was DX still at the top of his game, you know. Okay. No, I see. Exactly. I see. What you're saying. I, was, I also I was, think that Daniel Bryan was never as big ever as he was when he at WrestleMania uh, 30. Mm, when never, he won it yeah. all, that was he was. It's forgotten how the pop. We should cover got. that sometime. No, oh, maybe 104, huh? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Coming up on 100 here, James. Boy, hey, man, uh, talk about breaking the glass, huh? <laughs> All right, so we got Rob Van Dam in the ring. Again, yeah, I hey, like shout that. out Premier. He's a, our, you know, one of our fellow Premier uh, brethren. 
him and our good friend Dominic D'Angelo. They are good one friend, of the kind. Dominic D'Angelo. Shout out Dominic. I always like the D'Angelo brothers. I like I uh, you know Marcus because he's a Cowboys fan, obviously, but Dominic's cool too, I guess. I like I uh <laughs> when when Dominic asks RBD a question, RBD doesn't make up anything. He doesn't he's not gonna dress up anything. He'll just say, I don't know what you're getting at. Uh I'm not trying sure what you're trying to ask me. But uh yeah, I I, I do smoke weed and I did smoke weed when I went to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just funny. Like he just says it how it is. Uh, now we got our we got James' favorite wrestler, Triple H. Hey, Dominic put me in his uh, fucking Instagram story after Tampa, so shout out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here we go. The game. Yeah, there he is. The world game, huh? heavyweight champion. Y'all think the game is about to end? Well, thank God Ric Flair is there. Because rumor has it he's pretty much a sitting duck right now. And by the time this airs, who knows what will happen. I sure hope not. I don't I don't think he yeah. I don't how much I don't this. Yeah. They I don't need know to keep anything. They need to know. keep him. They need to yeah. keep him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's uh very very uh important to the organization. Mm-hmm. So earlier in two thousand two, Triple H would just be awarded this title after the brand split. Eric Bischoff would just award him as the very first WWE world heavyweight champion. And he's been the only champion up until this point. And it shows up on the stats when you say, like, however many time champion he is. Like, this one's just, you know, given to him. So it's kind of weird. Like, you win him in the ring, you lose him in the ring, as uh, Macho would say. So I just like, you remember when the Usos in the New Day, like, switched titles because they got drafted to different shows? It was like, ah. That game Charlotte had to. Yeah, 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 like, ah. So I want to throw this Mike Bober question in here now. And James, I know you want to touch on this as well. Was this the worst look Shawn Michaels ever had from the Dutch boy haircut to the, to the shit colored tights? Yep. Uh, what is a Dutch boy haircut? I guess apparently this, <laughs> apparently this, I don't know. Cause like, wouldn't it be like more prim and proper, like shorter? You know? I, I don't know. That's yeah, kind of what I like. Cause I hear a lot of people and it's not Mike, I guess, but People are like, oh, he had that schoolboy haircut and them shit pants. And I'm like, schoolboy haircut, like schoolboy haircuts are like, like fades or not fades, but like short, short, you know, like that's not a school. I don't know what uh, fucking English school you went to where they allowed long hair, you know. But well, I'll that say that my only thing, like, I thought I it was a soccer mom, soccer mom haircut. It yeah, is, it is something. It looks odd, and you can look at it and know it looks odd. You I know? don't know what he was thinking, but you know what? It was a uh, it was twenty two years ago, so maybe yeah. it was cool then. I don't know. But when you see him come out, when you see him wrestling, you're like, it just doesn't look right. No, it doesn't. And yeah. I don't care about the tights because he had a million kinds of tights. Boy, we have definitely gotten on conversations about tights in the archives for sure. Well, there could be a whole show on uh, Shawn Michaels tights. Yeah, Sean and Eddie, we could talk fucking five hours on that. It'd have to be a three burner. Right. So, well, Triple these H- were just landed on that great. It is brutal. Brutal. That has to hurt. For, first off, anything you do with Van Dam hurts, apparently. apparently <laughs> right. <he's>, um, <laughs> or <snuck>. Sammy. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Sammy going to kill the Hardys. Just saying. I'm just saying he's very snug. Uh, and admittedly. Admittedly. Um, he's aggressive. Everything looks uh, legit. Glad to see him back in the ring a little bit, too. 
I love how he's bouncing them off the ropes and into the door, into the door. Into the and door. then the door opens, right? Yep. <laughs> Should have escaped. <laughs> it's like, Bischoff, you screwed it up, man. <laughs> Should have escaped and you win your escape? own title. Win your own title. What were you going to say, think... Devin? You had something. Uh, yeah, you were talking, Devin. I apologize. Oh, no, it's about Shawn Michaels' tights. Because they're actually <laughs> incomplete in this match. If you look at them, there's only an H on the side. There's not yeah, an there's H only an H on both sides. There's no B or K or other letters. Yeah, oh, so I wonder. They're incomplete. You think, you think there's something that we don't know? Like, something happened and they're like, oh, fuck, we got to do something. And like, this was a quick fix? Like, hey, uh, whoever the wardrobe lady is, I know she's gotten shout-outs on millions of podcasts. And McAfee's even shouted her out. He's like, hey, you know, what it's if they went there like, hey, something happened. We need some, we need something stat. And maybe she had the materials on her and was like, fuck it, I could do brown yeah. and put an H on it. Cool, so get to superstars, it. Uh, stuff, you cannot be finished. How can it be one of the main guys in the main match? What if, what if it got a rip or something? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what well, if... obviously JD Hoop wasn't there. Boom, so it don't out. say, it don't say HBK across his ass. Oh, this is what we're doing, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm saying I thought that's what it, I thought that's what it said. So I just there might be something I was asked, side. but we're talking about his sides. Okay, his sides just have side, an H yeah. on them. I'm telling you, man, you talk about pants with uh Sean or Eddie, and we are rolling. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you, I mean, a professional, you'd be thinking would have like spare tights or they'd have extras. Maybe, maybe I know he wanted to go with something new, probably, but. What do you think uh, Van Damme's strategy here was being on top of that thing? I love that part. If you're watching right along with down. us, <laughs> RVD was on top of Chris Jericho's great. And Chris Jericho just grabbed his <laughs> legs and pulled right him right down. down. Just, I feel like there's other parts of this this thing you could take advantage of. I don't think that was the right move, but I know it was part of the story. I will say there now. was a... Go ahead. No, I was saying you can't, you can't reach through there now because they have... The plexiglass on the top now, where you can actually stand on it. And I'll a lot of people have leapt off of those uh, little chamber things, or whatever. Yeah, or get it's not no, it's not plexiglass. It. It's not plexiglass, guys. It's bulletproof glass. Yeah, it, bullets can't stop it, or no. But you can just run through it. Yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can just through it. You have to be strong to do that. I watched Mike's favorite wrestler, fucking. You know, we'll uh Oh no, he no, he didn't have uh that bulletproof stuff. He had Yeah, man, I watched him spear a dude through one. He's so goddamn tough. I'll tell you what, man, Bandium is kicking the shit out of Triple H. And you think Triple H is like, oh I gotta be with him first? Probably Fuck. why they buried him. <laughs> out of man. all six guys in this match, do y'all think one guy just doesn't belong with the other five? No. Yeah, Triple I... H. <laughs> I don't know. I, that like was I, a layup, man. That was easy. <laughs> like, who are you saying, Adam? I mean, maybe Kane. Just I knew you were going with the big red machine. Yeah. They really? put Kane in a lot of these matches, though. They do. Yeah, they always. Only, he was in uh, these matches. He was in the uh, Money in the Bank matches. It just uh, Braun, like he a... He's a big presence. Braun and Brock. Brock. They threw him in to make it three way like all the time. Yeah, he's a big, he's a big, I mean, a big was... show. Honestly, Kane I was on the RVD not being the guy like he was the guy though in 2002 well i mean he does the flips and you know athletic stuff and 
Yeah, I, I know that, RVD. but I just don't I think it. he. I don't know. I guess the body size hey, he kick fits your in. ass, Mike. He's part of the Premier Network, and he. Uh, no, he we have our dinner next week. He's gonna be pissed at you. Yeah, no, when, when we're at our meetup. <laughs> and that's <laughs> what is that? Where'd you go, Mike? Had a kid do something out of nowhere. <laughs> I was gonna say we're having a conversation here. Uh, by the way, oh, Jay, yeah. ask you who are the announcers? There's about to be a loud noise, but I didn't hit that mute button. I'm glad you asked. I believe it is uh, Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler. Don't have my notes opened up. Taz and Michael Cole were also on commentary this night. That Spider-Man spot is killer. It was what some would say, a family affair. So, also, I might as well ask you right now, Adam, who are the referees? Well, the main referees are all Hebner. Oh. You got four or five outside. I see Nick Patrick. Um, I think Jimmy Quideris is out there. Um, I don't get to see all of them, but I know that there's one in each pod. So there's yeah. at least five out there. You Do you think Earl Hebner's happy to be back teaming up with uh, Shawn Michaels again? <laughs> oh, after, yeah, after 97. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what a question. Hey, tip of the hat, Brad. That was oh, good. Brad, that was good. Dude. Oh man, that was good. I actually love this match. I, I, I actually, I, I lose a little bit of interest in Van Dam Lee's. I think he is such a kick-ass wrestler. Van Dam's legit. I mean, he is. Like, I, I didn't watch a lot of his stuff because I stopped watching a little bit after the Attitude Era for a while, and that's when he was big. You know, they Jericho does pretty good in this match. Yes, Jericho's legit in this match too. They, they're probably the two best in the match. I'd say they're both the workhorses. You know, like uh. A lot of the moves are receiving a lot of the moves, and you know. Well, I know Triple H gets hurt, so I mean that might have cut out some of his stuff he was going to do. I mean, hey, oh bummer. Earlier (laughs) in the year at (laughs) WrestleMania, the main event of WrestleMania was Chris Jericho, the the undisputed WWE and WCW champion, facing off against Triple H in the main event. So, like, Chris Jericho was at, like, the top of his game still right now. Isn't it crazy how the main event of that was a let-me-down after Rock and Hogan? Amazing, right? (laughs) It's just so weird. They learned their lesson from that, I think. You think they did a dark match after, (laughs) like, you know, WrestleMania post-WrestleMania dark match? (laughs) How weird is it seeing Triple H and Jericho team up and work together? Because you know that they were... Very not in talking terms back then. Yeah. I don't know. I asked Kyoto about asked Kyoto about it. Tampa. I was like, how do you think uh you know like the rock and triple H like both you know feel like because they used to treat the rock kind of like shit and now he's like one of the bosses and he's like hey which granted he's not like Hunter's you know immediate boss or whatever, but just the fact that like they used to talk so much shit on Rock and now he's the boss. By the way, James, did you ever watch the the whole press conference? No. You should. I'll get right on that. I'm telling you, you should. It was really good. It really worked press conference. I'll get right on that. They're all worked press conferences. No jokes. I don't watch them. I I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a press conference. I think my favorite part was Seth's involvement. Because his whole character changed in that press conference. I loved it. I agree. I liked it. So talented, man. 
anyway, back to the match, <laughs> man, because that's what we're here for. Yeah, right? series, 2002, the Elimination Chamber. We got mm -hmm. Triple H bleeding all over the ring with a great DDT on uh, RVD. So who do y'all think is coming in next in the hey. Rumble? They got the countdown. <laughs> It, uh, and this is this is at Madison Madison Square Garden, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, so right there, you could kind of see. I think it was um, Bruce oh, talking about it. I got it. how when they had certain shots, you can see people just walking in the background and stuff like that. I don't know if you heard Mike, but Adam has it. Yeah. We're not sure what he has, but he has I it. Guess what? I guess who's next? Well, you watched the match, I hope, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Now we're doing live reaction from 20 years ago. Well, I mean, Matt Malinconico was there. Shout what, what out. Matt M. Yeah, where <laughs> are you sitting? We did not see you sitting here. Yeah, he's not he's not ringside in the purple shirt. I'll tell you, the camera does love him, doesn't it? That's amazing. You know, hey, he knows where to be. Ah, oh, freaking awesome. Uh, so all of the referees here are Charles Robinson, Nick Patrick, Earl Hebner, <laughs> Mike Kyoto, Jim Jimmy Quaderis, Brian Hebner, Jack Doan. Boy, you Jack stay Doan. true, man. You stay true. <laughs> Kick out Van Dam. <laughs> oh, there's Chad Patton at the door, so he's here too. I think you're ahead of us, Brad. What What'd y'all think about the uh, the cameraman being right I'll there? I'll try to be ahead of you. <laughs> I just said the kick out right there. What's your time code? Oh, I can't. Do oh it God! Now we're now we're that for uh, now we're those people. Two, fourteen, twelve, thirteen. 14. Yeah, fifteen. So it's you. Uh, I'm yeah. with you. I'm, no, you I'm at the same exact thing. Five dollars for the no ads. It doesn't matter. We got plenty ads. Plus, and I'm plus there. with my promotion thing with Xfinity. Unless I pay for all of it, I can't just pay five more dollars because it's not part of my promotional thing for my internet. Is Triple H punching him right now? No, no he just Booker got. He just got Booker T kicked him. Wow! Yeah, scissor okay. kick. I'm there. Close I'm enough. There. All right, close well, enough, fellas. <laughs> so now we're from that. What did y'all think about the cameraman being on ringside? They well, have, what, one guy I guess you have to do it, right? Yeah, you can't just show, like, chain link uh, the whole time, or, you know, whatever. No, but... but I mean... As long as he gets out of the way, I'm fine. Yeah, you gotta have one inside. Alright, so Van Dam, like a cat. But he's going up higher. Like a gato. Did... Alright, so Watch this, this landing right here. Yes, I do watch this landing, and this I... Where... Mike, this is where he gets hurt right here. Who gets hurt? Triple so H. Van Dam doesn't get hurt here? Triple H. No, Triple H. This is where he breaks his throat. That's where his knee went across his throat. Boiler. Van Dam's left knee crushed. I think this is larynx. So I'm not even yeah, looking at Triple H. I'm looking at Van Dam. Just wait. Here in a couple of minutes, you'll see Earl Hebner throw up the X. They should pin him right here. Then that's no matter right. what, we'll have a new chance. Yeah, no, that'll be uh, – that's the – that's a Sami Zayn move, you know? Pretty close to it. Bash your knee to someone's face. Oh, he does have the axe. Slam someone on the cement. The Sammy. I call it the Sammy. Yeah, he'll be out for about five minutes right here. He'll just lay there in a minute. And I think Van Damme did get hurt too, really. He, there's no... who. Why would you want to land on your knee? 
from that high up. And now Van Dam's pinned by Booker T. So he, he almost kills Triple H and then he gets pinned. It's now Booker's gonna pin Triple perfect H. Perfect way to go. They were they were Mike, I guess they were just hundred percent they were they were they wanted Triple H versus Shawn Michaels, you know? Yeah. Triple H should have been pinned right there because he didn't kick really out. He got his foot on the rope. It doesn't matter if your foot's on the rope in this, does it? Yeah, there's no DQ in the elimination <laughs> chamber. Yeah, he did there's the no rope, rope break. That's the crazy part. <laughs> well, I guess you could throw people off with that, right? <laughs> Kyoto's king of that. <laughs> Shout out Booker. Looks good. Not a fan of the hair then, though. I love this version of Booker T. Yeah, I did too. This is one of my favorites. Are you a fan of his hair now? Yes. Maybe that's why I'm seeing him all the time now with that hair. <laughs> but not but not when he had short hair. No, I like the longer hair. What about Alabama Slam? Um, I like anybody that's bald. Anybody that's bald is, is good in my book. Okay. Apparently, says that, uh, Adam's got the best hair. I mean, I take quite offense to that. Oh, Gilbert. I can put a hat on if you want me to. Nah, we know what you're doing here. Here we go. Love the love in another round. Do you think it's too long in between? Uh, in between uh, people coming in. Do you think it's too yes. long? Yes, I think it should be two minutes, not five minutes. I, I, I think it shouldn't be five. I don't know about two, but definitely not five. Well, you, you crowd the ring in ten minutes, then if it's just only a two long minutes. ass match. That's all I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty five minutes for anything gets going. What do they do for war games? War games is like five minutes, right? War games is a long ass time too. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so I'm I'm okay with it. Do you like war games? War games. Do I like I when like Regal says it. That's ten people. There's <laughs> only six. What do you like more, war games or elimination chamber? I elimination chamber. Elimination chamber. Yeah, and there's uh, stipulations, implications. You know. I do need. I do need that. I need there to be a reason. I don't want bragging rights. <clears throat> That's what makes the rumble better now. That's what makes all this stuff better now is that there's stakes. Yeah, like stakes like let's it. say that this was for no title, nothing. Eh, you know, this is a raw. But uh, yeah. the fact that there is something on the line, you know, even if it would be like a number one contender, oh! but it is now. Like, Anything. I'm cool with that. Stakes. Yeah. I like that. Number one contendership. Even for a match, you know they're going to lose. It's for something. I like the way they do uh, the Rumble, Elimination Chamber, Money in the Bank, like kind of right before Mania. Like I, I like the way they do that because you know who's you know who's got the given title matches, and then you know who's got the wild card, baby. I like it. So they didn't is use Money in the Bank Elimination Mania, Chamber, right? I thought, I thought Money in the Bank was after Mania. Money I think the it bank is, is now. In May. I think last year it was before. Or no, be two years ago. I think two what years are, ago it was. Before. What are they going to do with that? You kind of booked yourself into a circle because, uh, well, you got two champions now at least. Well, um, but I mean, like, who? Uh, you know, like, when does he cash in? That's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if he cashes in on Cody right after Mania and the that freaking would be world so epic? Kill. You want to talk about? You want to oh, talk about man. heat, brother? You want to talk about some heat? Oh my gosh, in Philly, Ooh. he's cashing in on Gunther. And, dude, the, could you imagine the credit? Like the little credit. Please tell me that's not true. And Damian Priest is holding the belt. I think he cashes in on Seth. If Seth has it, or he cashes in on Drew. Now, how about this here? You see this twice in this match, by the way. 
he capitalizes on some uh, Jericho capitalizes on someone else's doing it. Yep. But that's that's really a multi made match. Shout I like out it. To, I like uh, it. Swerve, Swerve Hangman, and Samoa Joe. I love the Lion Salt, though. I, I, I love that move. Yeah. yeah. This is my favorite Jericho. What? Sure. This is my favorite Jericho in this, like this this time period. This what have you become now that he's you've the top, betrayed he's the top of the food everything chain. you've ever he loved? Looks the best he's ever looked. He's as athletic. Like everybody can say he's the better now. He's not better now. Come on. No, he's I great. think uh, Y2J, yeah, Y2J is great. Monday Night Jericho was awesome with Ralphus. Fucking sweet. Freaking Ralphus. Oh, you just made the list. <laughs> the list was good yeah him and ko that was a good uh that was a good little team oh, a complimentary uh ko comment from jay yeah, heel that was a great heel uh team because <laughs> i right. was one of the people like oh goldberg won fuck yeah Ooh. you know when jericho came out and kind of distracted ko and then goldberg beat him yeah <laughs> it's oh, we just get quiet. Can't stop this is my favorite version of Kane. I like Kane's attire here. Uh, Kane Christmas does. tree. Yeah, I, I, I like Kane's outfit. Yeah. My favorite Kane was a Christmas tree. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> my favorite Kane was a dentist. <laughs> my I favorite was Kane was Diesel. Diesel. <laughs> You're telling me they're not really brothers? Bullshit. <laughs> I want to see a DNA test. Right? Oh, yes! Arn's son, Arn oh, Anderson's son, yeah. was pissed that I'm not telling him. <laughs> oh, diddling the mom. Huh? Oh, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce had to fall on his sword on that one when Conrad was like, who booked this shit? He's like, he diddled his mom. I was like, no way, Bruce. <laughs> like, How about Bruce yeah. naming his son after Kane? It's a hell of a storyline, man. I thought, you know, I thought he named Kane after his son. <laughs> the chicken or the egg <laughs> the chicken I, I or love the that egg. that was funny Mike <laughs> hey makes ask Bruce anything I'm down yeah 2028 <laughs> for real maybe I boy so could you imagine Bruce's first uh, ask Bruce anything I might call out of work I might call out of work <laughs> for yeah. real and just you know, you know about eighty percent of the questions are going to be real spicy. I might prepare one. for that. I might prepare for that show like I do for this show. Really, like have notes and everything. Like, <laughs> down, think about it. Because <laughs> there is probably thirty to forty questions I have. You know, I mean, there's going to be a lot of uh, no comment, no it. comment, no comment. When when was Bruce's kids born? No, it's definitely Kane was named. His son was oh, named yeah, his Kane. son was born in like, what, 02 or yeah. 98, 99, somewhere around there. Yeah, he was named after Kane. But The Undertaker was originally Kane. Kane the, Undertaker. the Undertaker. Yeah. How stupid was that? And he was there. <laughs> so did Kane. he just like that name? I mean, Kane the. <laughs> Hell out of here. Real quick, guys. So Shawn Michaels just came in about 30 seconds ago. Now that's all of our competitors out of the pods. Thank you for bringing us back down to earth. What the hell is he we're just going to talk about the Kane storyline for the next 30 minutes. We can go back to it. I just want no. to know for those who watched it. I, for one, I'm not being sarcastic. I mean it. Thank you. <coughs> when I picture Shawn Michaels, I just, I don't picture brown on brown. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what the hell happened sorry. here. But... I just think it's the hair. And now we are back to the tights. <laughs> right? <laughs> 
it's just you, Shawn Michaels, the flashy, heartbreak kid, you know, and this. Well, you know what uh, Jr. always says: "Got to That is inside baseball for eight. Digger's gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna wear choke slam herself out there. Do you think that choke slam on Triple H hurt his throat even more? Yes. And I also, you you know here that Kane's going to be eliminated soon because he starts taking over. You know this formula. (laughs) Or do you think you do? And then there's going to be a swerve, bro. I I thought he was going to eliminate everyone right here. You knew Kane wasn't winning this match. What if, hear me out. be eliminated first. What if Shawn Michaels ate some bad catering and was like, oh, man, I'm probably going to shit myself. I need some brown pants. I need someone to make me some brown pants real quick. Hell, just put an H on the side. I don't give a shit. I need some brown pants. Rumor has it, James, that Bastion Booger left some bad catering out from 1994, and Shawn Michaels ate it right before this match, and that's why he's wearing brown. What was that one? I think it was on an Arn podcast where they said somebody, like, pissed in the catering and, like, mixed it around. Or pooped. Yeah, someone shit in there. There it is. Again. Again with... uh, the capitalizing on someone else's work, that bastard Jericho. <laughs> After a super kick and the pedigree. Does he yeah, have that was a great sequence. On the, the Goochel area of his tights? Because wouldn't that be a Shawn Michaels oh thing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> wouldn't that be a Shawn Michaels thing? I just I mean, now noticed that. I was got... looking, James. Who, uh, who fought at WrestleMania after this? I don't know. It would be Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels at the next WrestleMania. Boom! So do you think they had the Gucci marks on this to set up uh huh? He's wearing some of his uh trademark uh type stuff. Could be. They would start the lead up. That, and, uh... That's the reason why they fought at WrestleMania, because they yeah. from right here. I'll tell you what, how healthy does Shawn Michaels have to be now to be able to do this? He was out for years because of his back. Years. Now he's landing on his back every chance he gets. And this match before this was a street fight. This isn't going to the gym three times a week. This is a freaking crazy structure. And shout out to Jericho for being like, you know, one of the final three, like in there with with the big boys of the, you know, the company. That's a lot of uh, trust and faith in a guy that, oh, I don't see it. He's too small. And now it's like, you know. Double champion. Now he's in there, uh, you know, messing around with the big boys. Triple H is in so much pain. I think that's why it was significant that that Chris Jericho kept going in this match, too. I don't know if it was planned for him to continue to go all the way to the end, but Chris Jericho is one of those people that can carry a match. And even though Triple H was kind of hurt, Chris Jericho was able to step over. Hey, hey, Devin, I forgot about your questions. Hey, Devin. What was significant about the five star splash? Oh, uh, it crushed Triple H's throat. Oh, that's right. <laughs> was Kane still put over with this elimination? Yes, because he got super kicked and then pedigreed, and then Chris Jericho capitalized and took advantage. And he got three finishers put on him. I'm sorry, bro. I, I, uh, I'm watching, you know, and I'm not reading. Oh, you're good. I'm having fun. I don't care. <laughs> on a watch along. Does this make Shawn Michaels double H? Because this all is on his tights, double oh H. Gosh, you're such an asshole. Double H. I'm just curious because I don't see but two H's on him. Why are the final three significant, Devin? 
Because <laughs> Chris Jericho would face Triple H at the previous WrestleMania, and then he would face Shawn Michaels at the next upcoming WrestleMania. Boom! They all have H's in their name. This freaking guy, Adam. <laughs> and on their tights. Oh, freaking oh. Jericho talking shit. Freaking Michael selling like no other. He's the best seller out there. Him, Dolph uh, yeah. Ziggler. Go to that SummerSlam match. He's a really good seller. You want to watch some selling, him and Hulk Hogan. I know, I know. The no, oversell. I like back in 02, they, they used a lot of this green. Like SummerSlam Survivor Series right here. There's a lot of that green background. Yeah, it goes good with the brown you, pants. You, you just like the logo? <laughs> Earth tones. Earth tones. That's funny. Looks <laughs> like he stepped in dog poop with them boots. <laughs> Man, they really like he rolled stuff. around and shit. He definitely did something. He did snow angels and uh, shit. I know Brad knows all about shit being from Philly. They eat it. There it is. 358. Um, 358, James. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that shout out Jesse. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, so he hits his back right. Oh Yeah, this is this is what I'm talking about right here. What are they what what is that? You know, How does there, he used, doing to be, there oh. used to be another guy that he say I look good laying on my back and looking at lights. Yeah, his name is uh Razor Ramon. So, another sweet ass theme. Hmm. How cool is freak? How cool is he? <laughs> you know what's really cool? I'm glad you mentioned this because uh, the fucking uh, shirt uh, that's like yellow and white. Yeah, I got that shirt. Face and all yeah, that I stuff. Got it. That is so sick, man. That shirt still, still to this day is like boss. Like it's yeah. so bomb. I'm glad I bought it because I don't is, buy. I, I it is pimp, dude. You can wear that. Non-wrestling fans wear that shirt. Like, it is pimp as fuck. Lion sold again. But where's the ref, Adam? He just did the two count. You know what? That was the wrong one. I had a five because <laughs> the ref's out of position. I assumed that was the, the spot. I don't remember where I wrote this shit. Professional nah, he was podcast. out of position earlier when he went, when uh, Booger T tried to uh, pin Triple H. That's when he was really yeah, out of position. I don't think that's the one I meant. Um, hey, James, how do you feel about wearing a Philadelphia uh, Top Guy shirt? It is a WrestleMania Top Guy shirt, bro. I know, there's a Liberty Bell involved. Well, I'm an American, so that's fair. Well, you <laughs> there, know, there Texan, too, Brad. Texan there is, and yeah. American. There it was, out of position, yeah. Yeah. So, Earl uh, Hebner has a tail, too. What a son of a bitch. I'm going to not... I mean, it's a Liberty Bell. It's American. I'm fucking with you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now, now I'm triggered. <laughs> I'm like, sure it says Dallas on it. I honestly did. Well, yeah, the ad free show one last year, uh, WrestleMania, or two, whatever. Yeah, two years ago. I have 40 of them. I don't had know. Had the star, you know, had the star and everything. Yeah, I wear that. I but care. I didn't think about it being Dallas uh, centric. But it is Dallas, but it's okay. It's not the Cowboys. WrestleMania star, you know. <laughs> so, why would Triple H pull Jericho off of? Shawn Michaels right there. It is weird because it's an elimination match. It's an It's not. He's in like the he has a submission. Why would you kick him off for the submission? Why would you ever right. stop someone from pinning somebody else or beating somebody else for elimination? It's not. When, a when you death. just like sit there like. Yeah, it's right. not a, yeah. <laughs> don't eliminate him. Like the minute the minute the ref's hand hits three, 
I would pounce on the other dude that's It's almost like they guy, forget the rules. You know? They forget the rules. <laughs> and they I mean, posted a whole graphic about that. He doesn't even have a throat right now. <laughs> maybe maybe Triple H just wants Oh, head and shoulders, huh? <laughs> Procter and Gamble, shout out. So I got a question, especially like nowadays, you know, we hear stuff about blood, especially AEW, always too much blood. Yeah. What do you think about it in a match like this and how they're doing it? They're I think it's great. Hard. I don't think it's overdone. Yeah, it's a um, they started it early, which I think is important because it's a, it's a, it's a structure that can make it's you believe. It can make and you believe at any time. Shows, it shows how serious the structure is. Yeah, and and they're not like gushing, you know, like no, they're not gushing. Yeah, they're not gushing. It's not pouring down their face. Yeah, I mean, Flair Flair would take the spot. We got the walls of Jericho now on Triple H. Yeah, they never pull off the walls. Is he gonna break the walls down in this match right here? He would start bleeding. And say, why would you super kick him out of the? No sense. Yeah, wouldn't you wait? Wouldn't you wait till the guy taps and then super kick? Right, you know what? He did, eliminate him. Him. he did eliminate him. So I love that spot. Chris Jericho yeah. is completely caught off guard with the super kick. It's great. I, I wrote in here, more glass broken, bulletproof glass. So I guess something's about to happen, huh? Earl <laughs> Hebner has a tail when he does his three counts. You can tell if he's about to count to two or three. You know that? I can't I can't see that. My, my Michael's is starting to go bald here, but you look real good. When his yeah, hair's wet and the blood, you can kind of tell. Shout out. Shout out. Hmm. How do you think these punches look? I think they look great. I think that I think these two always put in put in their all when they win against each other. They I are give Triple H this man, his spine buster, damn good. Yeah. yeah I, that. Greatest I think it's a fun match, man. This is Brad, if you watch Hebner, if you you have... you'll see the you'll see the tail if you just watch him. I don't want to know. Is that right. Okay? I think if you got if you have two people that are real life best friends, and you put them in against a match against each other, I think that's one of a better match than oh, anything. God, that back bump! Yeah, yeah. I, as long as they, as long that as that almost they, looks like the Undertaker back bump, the one he as took long as they keep it business. Well, that, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, if they're actual best friends backstage, behind the scenes, real life. Those two will put on a better match than you have <clears throat> just two people that are, get along. Yeah. Just click click this. Or or if you have two people that absolutely hate each other, they'll put on a damn And match. both of those statements are true for Brett and Sean. <laughs> they were friends, so they put yep. on great matches. Then, you know, what what was real, what was not. And then they ended up hating each other. And then they also put up great matches after they hated each other. They were the best two out there at that time. And now you got, you know, a ma- something match like Triple H and Shawn Michaels. There it is. The bulletproof glass again. I wonder if it was supposed to break right there or not. I'm saying no, because they keep saying bulletproof. If it's bulletproof, it shouldn't break. <laughs> we're not yeah, bullets. Somebody went through it earlier, too, though. Jerry I know. Early, early. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> then the door opened. So like it wasn't he just pushed point. it out of the pushed it out of the frame. Like I, the, the one thing I want to know is where you can buy bulletproof glass that's that thin. Bulletproof bulletproof glass are us. Either. Boom! Shut up, Brad. 
That's another question to ask, uh, Bruce. Well, we know the answer. I gave it They didn't specify what kind of bullet. I can't. If you asked him that, uh, what, I would die. Twenty-two if you asked him is that this a BB and twenty-two bulletproof? Yeah, paint, yeah, paintball. <laughs> Maybe a twenty-two <laughs> bounce off it. Maybe it's a spring-loaded plastic BB gun. Yeah, a uh, rubber bullet. Yeah. <laughs> Mike shoots guns. He knows how hard the twenty-two kicks. Man, he'll knock your damn shoulder out of place. Yeah, he does it <laughs> in the off season. Gets the cops called on him. Not no more. Yeah, because Brad, once I tell you what it is, you'll you won't stop watching it. It's your yeah, of me. So when I was at the MLW show uh, a couple weeks ago, I actually saw the guy counting on the top rope, but when he or on the top turnbuckle when you're about to do a suplex off, and I'm like like this, I'm like trying to look away, but I <laughs> they were doing it like I'm in the second row. I don't I like. Know. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right, one, two, three. Was it one of those things? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You ready? You ready? I don't know why they're doing safety, but when you're that close, you're going to see some stuff, you know? So, one of y'all, was it Brad that threw it up, or James that threw up out the gunfire calling the cops? Um, So, my neighbor did fix that. And on her list, it says, you live next to a redneck. If you hear hear gunfire... I like how that's one of the Uber rules, like, you know, don't break anything, you know, clean up your trash, do your dishes. You live by a redneck. <laughs> He's going to be yes. shooting. <laughs> okay. And that's one. But do you know another one that she has on there is... I can only see, imagine. If you see a pig, it's friendly. Feed it. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're really getting down to the nitty-gritty of the match here. Some real big bumps here from uh, Shawn Michaels. Do you guys think they're calling it in the ring, or do you think this was any planned spots, or... I, I would say they're calling the ring. I would I assume think. they're calling it in the ring, and I honestly think that they're probably like, hey, how much time do we got? All right, check it. We're going to fucking, you know, steal the show type thing. But thank God yeah, there's not that. I'm the ring. bullet points. But... Yeah, bullet points yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they know what moves they want to do, but... Listen, I don't think anybody doesn't have bullet points at all. Like, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. You got, you got your planned spots. Yeah, you know? you know what you... Yeah, but in the in the, the in-between spots... And I think that's what kind of makes, uh, makes a good wrestler, you know? Because yeah. uh, it's the fluidity of motion. Like, also, if you're just, like, doing a move, stop, do a move, stop, do a move, stop, like, it doesn't really flow. But if there's, like, the filler, you know, that they always talk about... I think that's what separates good from great is when the the filler moments are there. Are you moving or are you just standing there waiting for your next spot? You know, like you got to make it, you know, fluid. Yeah. And also be able to make changes on the fly. Exactly. Like, I mean, obviously Triple H is hurt here. They had to probably make some adjustments. And you're probably probably talking. So now he's on top of the, uh, basically all the way to the top of this, whatever this thing is. On top of one of the pods, yeah, and he, he lands the elbow onto yeah. that. Triple H curled his arm way up. Yeah. Like, please don't yeah, hit yeah, my neck. Yeah. And you know they're friends because Shawn Michaels pretty much went all hip, and then just like you know, it still looked like it hurt. Oh yeah, all hip, and then barely <laughs> oh, the elbow. Look at this, all hip. You know, and then I, I think that elbow off a of top that high is is just. Uh, but Shawn Michaels like landed first, and then kind of yeah. like. No, oh, yeah, I know. I just you know the buddy, the buddy system. I think that's a great way to break your elbow. <laughs> Do you think, think this could be a good match? 
Do you think this could be a good match if they didn't have the pods? Like just like well, that would be like an elimination chamber, Mike. I'm, I'm not. I know that. I'm saying more <laughs> like a hell in a cell, but it being shaped like this. Do you think that would be a like just a one-on-one match with no pods? Yeah, or you can. I mean, yeah, you can do one-on-one match, no pods. But I mean, this one, I mean, not, you can't really get on on the top of it. Like you can't a cell would be a bad thing, but. I think you need to tune it up the band, huh? Caught the foot. Pedigree. Pedigree. Here we go. Oh, no. And Shawn Michaels landed. Oh, it's over. Over. But he can't. He just can't cover him. Yeah, I know. We saw this on a WrestleMania where it took him like a minute and a half to cover Booker T. He's running around ring, no problem. Brad, how, how, how good would you be moving around if you had a broken throat? Not good. I don't even know if I'd be on the show tonight. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Triple H is glad you don't have a broken throat. That's all I'm saying. Glock, glock, glock. Oh, the crowd I, believed it. I knew he was gonna. I knew he was gonna be a two count because I could tell. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> damn it, all Hebner. Watch his yeah. movement, and you'll see it. Oh, hush! I don't want to. Damn, some of us aren't. You know, some of us want to stay fans and be surprised. I don't want this to be a job. I want to enjoy wrestling. For real. I don't want to know the outcome. I like I like yeah. surprises. Just because you get paid. Exactly. Right. Here I we go. Anymore. These Here we eyes. Go. The super kick. And the crowd goes fucking apeshit. Like, audio-wise, the crowd, when he hits that super kick and goes over the pin, the crowd is going nuts. So Shawn Michaels with the win, and he's your champion again after five years. 1997, WrestleMania 14. Last time he had the title. Second match back. First station match back. And he was hurt. He was so hurt in that match versus Stone Cold. Now he's back, laying on his back every chance he gets. Congratulations, Shawn Michaels, man. Redemption story. Changed man. Born again Christian. And if you watch our Hebner, his tail... Good. By the way, that's how you can tell if it's a eyes. Da, 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 da. By the way, JR's call here is fantastic. He yeah, is okay. losing his shit. He does not have a voice after this. He, <laughs> he still is like My a faces are all capitals. Like you can tell it's from Jim Ross. Like all this confetti. Now, what would have happened if Triple H would have won? All that confetti would it would have come down as well? Yeah. No, Just they would have saved it for the next I year. bet they would have uh, planned something appropriate. Yeah, like, like they it. knew the title was going to change or something. They freaking uh, did that bullshit with Kojima too. I, I will say I uh, here's, a, here's a quick little uh so JR always brings the emotion out in like all these moments and all this stuff. So when he steps away, that's gone, isn't it? Because like Excalibur is not gonna be oh my god, you know, like Taz really doesn't do it, Shivani really doesn't do it, like that's uh, just yeah, gone. Yeah. Ian right. might be the best, best one next. Yeah, I mean, Nigel Nigel does get amped I up and stuff like Nigel. that, but but the real, like, because you feel a JR match, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah, Stone Cold! You're there riding Stone shotgun Cold. with the emotion. And when he's gone, I don't know if anybody else is going to, like, invest us in to the, to the moment, like, emotions of the moment, the way that JR does. No. Matt could be pretty good at it. It depends on yeah, well, who he gets into the song, but it's, uh, but it's different it's when he does it, too, you know. Though. Like, 
Yeah, JR puts say. you JR puts you in the seat, like right next to him in that moment, you know? Yeah, you ain't even gonna watch it. You can just listen to him and you can you can feel the energy. Exactly. So are you guys ready for I, listener questions? I think Joel's pretty close to it though. Some of his reactions. Yeah, yeah, like true. He does have good uh, he does have good but he so Adam, but, but he has like what? reactionary reactions where JR like as the moment's you, happening, you're there with JR. They, they didn't show JR. Right. But you can hear you can hear Michael Cole, and then when you see it, when they show the video, like you can see it there. Michael but, Cole is good too. But I but I think I think that's mainly gonna be with AEW. I don't think AEW has anybody that has that in it. Have you noticed since the whole regime change? How much better Michael Cole has gotten? Like you can tell, he's not as produced. He's kind of doing his own thing, and how I don't know if he's just more relaxed. Yeah, I think he's like, a little loose. I think he's a little loose. Yeah, yeah it just seems like he's he's just better. I mean, he like, he fucked up antlerless like for six weeks straight. He couldn't say the word antlerless. Vince McMahon would have put him off air, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. and to say now it just seems like he's just doing his own thing. He's Relax. I've been fun at work. Again. Yeah, exactly. He's having fun. All and right, with Pat, because yeah. every time he's on Pat's show, he talks about like how Pat, like you know, kind of you know, like lessens the tension, like it, yeah. it's fun again, type of thing. And I bet not having uh, Vince just right there in the year. Oh God, dang it, Pat! What are you doing saying that crap? Exactly. So I bet you that has a lot to do with it too. So questions, guys. Adam Jefferson wants to know, and I have my answer ready. Where oh. does the Elimination Chamber match rank on your list of favorite or least favorite gimmick matches? Go ahead, Brad, since you're ready. Third, Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, Elimination Chamber. I would say that. Now, there's other organizations, like there's the King of the Mountain match. Duh. There's all kind of good stuff out there. Oh. Keep all that in mind, too, when you answer. Actually, my favorite yeah. gimmick match is... You get pinned, and then you wait like 10 seconds, then you wait another 30 seconds, then you uh, go below the you stage when there's like a, a a gravestone thing, and then you come back up, and then you stand against each other. For those um, of you at home that may have not seen that in the archives, that would be the Texas Death Match yeah. between Vader and Man uh, Time McFoley, Cactus Jack. Oh, and then what if you put a coal miner's glove on top of a pole? But no, I'm with I, all jokes aside. I'm with you on Brad. I agree. Royal Rumble, obviously, Money in the Bank. Which hey, why do we like those? Oh, stipulations. <laughs> yeah, it's not sure why I have air quotes. But <laughs> and then uh, this one's not bad. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Guys? I'm gonna go a second. I'm gonna go a second. I, I do like also. There's um, there's but, a Hell in a Cell. There's just a cage match. Right. There's ladder matches. Um, a lot of gimmicks. You know. There's a uh, buried alive. There's Inferno. I, I but, think, I but we also cool. chose multi. We chose multi-person ones too, Brad. Yep. I'm just throwing some gimmicks out yeah, there. I mean, we got backstage brawl. Then we have like some kind of champagne match or whatever in a swimming pool. There was the uh, good housekeeping match. No, uh, the mimosa. Good. Mike's talking about the mimosa yeah. match. Yeah, the mimosa match. We got that. I mean, we we have a lot of. Gimmick matches, you guys. Um, Adam, what's the name of that? I, I can't not think of it off the top of my head. The metaphor that championship that he has right now. But what are those matches called? Ah, oh, crap! The uh... I know. Would you say Stadium Stampede? <laughs> That's uh, right. Kevin Nash's favorite. 
What are we? What are you talking about? It's like the World Cup or something. The Heritage Cup. The Heritage, Heritage Cup. Cup. Yeah, it's like Cup. it's actually rounds. I, I like it. I like Noam Dar. So but that's yeah. like a tournament like group, actually. All My right. favorite match was always the TLC, just the tables, liars, and chairs, but Elimination Chamber is right up there as well. Probably my number two. How about you, Adam? All right, so I think that um, I don't want to say four because I was a big fan of the TLC match. So it would be like Rumble, Money in the Bank, or Rumble, TLC, Money in the Bank, and then Elimination Chamber. Okay. Because I, I was just I always loved the TLC match because I was a big Hardy Boys fan back in the day. So Mike Bober's second part of his question was, what are some of the worst ring gear worn by other wrestlers? I don't know. Hmm. Do you remember when uh, Charlie Haas was going through that era where he was just coming out as everyone else? He came out as like Charlie Viscera and like was dressed up like Viscera. He came out as Charlie Hogan. That was the big show. Nope, that was also Charlie Haas. Curtis Axel did it pretty good too. Carrying Cross wearing that dumbass Spartan helmet, but that was kind of oh, an yeah. entrance thing. It really wasn't like wrestling. I'm gonna be was. honest. I just don't notice the gear as much as I should. My worst gear is anything Goldberg wore. Black trunks. Black trunks. <laughs> I mean, Stone Cold was cool with it. He made it look good. What do you think what of like Cena with just like the cargo pants? You know. Denim. Yeah. It was his I thing. I don't mind it. I don't know. What about when The Rock was wearing like the jumpsuits instead of his normal trunks? Oh, I love I I thought that was awesome. I love I like when it. was that? Like uh I believe. So was that when he was having the pectoral surgery? Yes. Yes. Oh. But that's, that's a that, that was awesome times when he would come out and do his promos, he would have like all those fancy shirts on and everything else. Mm. Yeah. Like a, a real good fancy shirt. Ben Jones wants to know. <laughs> we have the steel cage, the hell in the cell, the elimination chamber. What's another structural type of match idea that you think would work? Punjabi prison. <laughs> Three stages of hell. And Devin I please. love that match. Dude, Devin? I wish we would have one of those right now. I like hell in a well. Like I build a big well of water and you guys could <laughs> fight in there. This is Sparta. <laughs> oh, the Punjabi prison it. match. I was talking Hell to Cabana well. Man. Well, <laughs> hell, Brad. Well, hell. I was talking to Cabana Man about the Punjabi prison thing, and he's thinking about doing it as a gimmick match for him, one of his last matches before he ends up retiring, because he does the bamboo stuff anyway. You know, because he's a castaway. Mm-hmm. So he's thinking about doing it on the indie level, like a like a smaller version of the Punjabi prison match. That's rude. Like the, well, see, you know, Smaller according version. to Brad. Or even just a bamboo cage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a bamboo cage type deal, yeah. But that won't hurt, though. Because remember, Brad even said, kendo sticks don't hurt. They're made out of bamboo. Facts. So that match right there, I mean, you can throw them all against it all day. It's not going to hurt them. It would be so epic that new ad-free show podcast, Sandman, Fucking gets a kendo stick and beats Brad's ass. That would be so badass to talk about. Badass. Or Cabana Man did face Brad in that match. Whatever. Whoever wants to try. I'll be referee. Freaking guy. 
All right. Uh, this is not a question, but it's just, uh, I'm just ha- glad to have Travis Babcock as a listener. 2002 is his favorite of years in WWE and SummerSlam and Survivor Series are the two best pay-per-views of the year. That's what he just had to say, which uh, shout out to Travis. Uh, Bobby Duncan wants to know, how long do you think it took? The- I love this question, by the way. How long do you think it took the ring crew to set the first to set up the first elimination chamber? I, I don't know. What do you think, uh, Adam? I would have a question for you. Set it up or actually bring it to the ring and build it. Well, he said set it up. I mean, I'm not going to put words in Bobby's well, mouth. Set it up means from the sky, just drop it and get it set up. Well, he had to build the structure. I guess that's what he All right. So yeah, actually bringing it from outside to the inside, I bet that took shit hours. Because if you got Great. hours change, shit, hours. <laughs> just like two to seven? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Hours. In my head, I was thinking that we would all like guess something, and uh, obviously we're not going to know. The well, exact I guess thing. the question that goes further back is how long did it take to make this thing? Like, well, how long did it take to construct it? Oh, the pictures, the, the 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 drawings, all of it. Like, I bet oh, you it was shit. a year. Are you talking about yeah, the, the I don't know. Process? Let's just talk. I think the building, the building had to had to take a little bit. I mean, because it's yeah, it it's not weeks, it's not yeah. uniform. Like it's. This thing, and then there's this the is top a great thing. question for Eric Bischoff. But they, they have to get engineers to figure out how to build that, too. Yes, because yeah, like, but, cause but you have a dome up top, then you have so. a, a concave like or a curve. Top. This is a year, this is a year into making, and you have the chambers. I program machines for a living. This would actually be pretty fun. To yeah, let's find go, out. Devin, you probably know. This is an Eric Bischoff question. Next Eric's question. Yeah, I mean, and you got to think. All five of us have to answer at the same time. So now we got to ask Bruce and we got to ask Eric on on this episode. So as long as we interrupt Adam, it's all good. Finally. We didn't even let him finish. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead, Adam. He's talking about. He said hours. He said hours. Yeah, we're still talking, though. We all just jumped him. If he's talking about in ring, like, to get it set up, it depends on how like how it was built and how many sections was it is. Because it could just be like five sections. Like you go here, put this one up here, do this on here, do a couple of screws, boom, it's done. I don't think that's what the I would assume the question was building. Yeah, I would assume the question was building. Oh go well, ahead, build, that, that's easy. It took them 82 hours, 32 minutes, and 52 seconds. On the dot. Adam, finish up. Come on, man. Come on, man. Finally, we got Randy Alcarai. Oh, boy. So I I did this so I can speak a little bit on it. Search ESPN.com Elimination Chamber. Find the one that says, oh, God, who built this? It's got all the the participants' reactions. It was from a 2017 article. Pretty interesting. They never saw the structure until they hit the arena. So... Yeah, pretty much everybody came out, saw it, didn't know what to expect. Uh, balls to the wall, like they're in there. They, they were so that makes me think they called it in the ring. If you don't know what you're going up against and you don't know what you're getting into, yeah, you're not planning spots. It sounds like it was uh, the drawings, like, oh, it's just gonna be a cage match with some chambers, like, and then they saw drawings. And then when they did their like sound checks for their intros, maybe did some shit on the ring working on moves or something. Then they probably saw like, oh fuck, this is what it is. You can actually see real reactions uh, from these guys. Like, oh, this is what it is, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you think it would have been better if they hit it from them? What? Can you imagine they hit it from them and didn't they didn't? They kind of did. They walked out. 
So I think that would have been a lot better. Check out that article, guys. It's kind of cool. It'll only take you a few minutes. That's it for the questions. Back to you, James. Oh, fuck. Well, it's my turn for uh, my topic, I guess. But uh, I did want to... I just wanted to, I guess, maybe... Pit, well, uh, maybe it is eliminating and overcoming. But uh, there's been a video circula- uh, circulating around the ad-free show's Twitter of uh, our homie, Matt Presley. Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know how to... I don't know how to word... Uh, he wasn't necessarily homeless with him and his two daughters, but they were like place to place and all this stuff. And things were looking really bleak for this dude. This is probably like two years ago. And he jumped on a top guy zoom with us. Cause he's a top guy at Afri shows, you know, Afri shows.com. And, uh, he was, he was pretty doom and gloom, man. Like it was really, uh, you could tell like he was in a really, really low spot. And, uh, and I kind of, I messaged Conrad uh, a couple things, uh, last night kind of about this, like, the thing is, and this is what's cool about like wrestling and wrestling fans is, uh, he was basically on his last leg, and he didn't really see the end of the light at the end of the tunnel, and he didn't, you know, he had nothing to like go for to strive to get to that light at the end of the tunnel. You know, life was pinning him down, as some would say. And the thing that happens is like with us, uh, you know, Afri Show's community, and with us wrestling fans and all that. You know, we've seen this time and time again. Hey, you're not good enough to be the champion. Hey, you're not supposed to be here. Hey, fuck you. Like, you see all this, uh, you know, the evil overpower. You can call it heel, you know, the heels. Like, uh, you know, you don't belong type of thing. But guess what, you know, we gave him. And guess what he didn't have and that we kind of provided for him was hope. And I think that's the one thing that... uh wrestling like connects with people because i know non-wrestling fans and they watch it and they'll get suckered in they won't they won't see it happening you know they won't believe it's happening but next thing you know they're like watching you know because i have friends over that watch dynamite sometimes and they're like oh i know you like wrestling blah blah and next thing you know they're just sitting there like they're at the edge of their seat like waiting because you see this uh this guy like trying to overcome these odds and it doesn't seem like it's feasible, but guess what? You have hope. And uh, that's what I told Connor. I was like, man, you gave us hope in a lot of things. We gave him hope. Like, because that's all, you know, you can kick out it too, baby. You can kick out it too. You just have to have hope, you know? And uh, I'm hellaciously glad of what Matt's done in the past, like, two years, because he went for pretty much like homeless. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, you know, like he was, in, he was in some shit. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I got kids, blah, blah, all this stuff. And now he bought a house. Like he's moving, he's moving his kids in to a house. <clears throat> and one of the things that struck me was, yeah, my daughters are real happy that they don't have to like walk outside to a bathroom to go to the bathroom in their daily living life. Like, I'm not talking like they're, you know, like, on vacation and like they they're camping and they have to go to like the public restroom thing. No, this is like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like, you know, their everyday life. And and as wrestling fans, we've been there. And as wrestling fans, we see it portrayed on TV and all these storylines, you know? Because all that you need is just that little bit of hope. And if you get a little bit of hope and a little bit of backing, like support. There's no fucking telling what you can accomplish. There's none. 
Because like we always say, like I always say, you get to kick out it too. Yeah, he credits, uh, oh, the Afri Show's community and blah, 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 which is true. You know, we were there for him. But he did it. He kicked out it too. Because he had the hope and he had the, you know, like support and the fucking, you know, vision. I can do this. Like, it's just cool to hear his story. I know I'm kind of, you know, getting a little long-winded on it, but that's wrestling gives you, like, you see people get beat down, but then you see the hope and the, the feeling like, I can't overcome. We can't overcome. You know, I'm not going to let this son of a bitch pin me. I'm going to kick out. Like, that's what it's all about, man. I mean, I always tell people this. You have no idea the power you possess your own mental thoughts are getting in the way but all you got to do is just kick out it too you know life is going to pin you down it's not easy but just have a little hope believe in yourself strive for a goal not an unobtainable goal like you know i want to be a billionaire but no no you have to put in the groundwork to get to that goal like conquer what you can and that's what i told matt Hey man, focus on something that you can like conquer one goal at a time. Like you're, you're, you're seeing the whole world, you know, beating down on you and pushing you down. Nah, see, you're not going to move a mountain in a day. Like concentrate on what you can conquer, conquer that and move to the next one, move to the next one, move to the next one. Cause like I've always said, and I've said it, I don't know, five times on this show, you're not going to move a mountain a day, but if you move a pebble at a time, a couple days down the road, you're going to look behind you. I'll be damned. Moved a mountain, you know? So it's just a uh, hope. We gave him hope. Wrestling gives us hope. These wrestling storylines are baby face, like, you know, trying to, you know, break through. He has hope. So a little bit of hope and you. You are the one that get to do this. You kick out it too. I didn't buy Matt a house. None of us bought Matt a house. He did that. You know why? Because he had hope. He had support. And you know the main thing? He didn't give up. And he fucking kicked out it too. And I just want to give a shout out to our brother Matt. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, you know, I got pretty emotional when he's like, hey, man, moving moving me and my girls into a house. And I'm like, fucking A, dude. Fuck yes. You know? And you don't get those results if you give up. You only get those results if you kick out it too. That's all I got for that. It's fucking cool to see you, man. Shout out. Shout out to everybody. You know, love everybody. Like, fucking awesome. So, that's all I got for that. Cheers. <laughs> cheers, that one. Cheers. I'd cheers to that. That being said, I guess it's time for Brad. So, Brad, eliminate this. Oh. Hey, Brad, real quick. William wanted to say hi to you, real quick. Hey, brother. There, say hi. Hey. Hello. Hey, we heard you singing old Taylor Swift in the shower earlier. <laughs> you know, the players love the game or whatever. Is it going to be forever or is it going to be? Wait oh, wait a minute. I didn't mean to mention Taylor Swift. Devin's getting triggered. But I yeah, used to like Taylor your, Swift. Uh, singing, you know, all, uh... Oh, wait a minute. Did you get your heart broken? Because I think you were singing Tina Turner, too. What's love got to do with it? We heard you in the shower. Anyway, nice seeing you. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for the elimination chamber, we're going to play a little game called Eliminate This. I'm going to give you four options. You have to eliminate one. 
McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, KFC. Devin, which one are you eliminating? Uh, Burger King. Burger I King and McDonald's are too similar anyways. And I love McDonald's fries more than Burger King fries, so I'll just stick with McDonald's. All right, Adam. Burger Mc- King. Huh? Burger King. What don't you like about Burger King, Adam? McDonald's is better. The KFC, you love you like KFC? And you like Wendy's. All right. Mike. Oh, man. So KFC, Wendy's, McDonald's, and Burger King. Yes. Burger King. That's three for Burger King, huh? Hey. But but here's here's my reason why. I had two sisters and a brother-in-law that were general managers for Burger King. So I ate Burger King for free. Same one? For like for like eight years. When I was and I was out there doing construction and landscaping work, that was my breakfast and that was my lunch. Just so I showed up and I got it for free. Got it. James? I don't get it free no more, so I ain't paying for it. Hell of a quote. Uh <laughs> did you say Popeyes? I'm sorry. No. KFC, Wendy's. KFC, that was the KFC. Oh, I fucking love Popeyes. That's a, yeah. Man, the bucket's good, uh, but it's going to be the chicken. I don't mind be, well, hold on. Actually, I may be, uh, because we have a BK on base, and uh, their breakfast, you know, pretty good. Obviously, McDonald's is staying. But their burgers are like fucking, like, the width of a beer can. (laughs) You know, their burgers are small. So, uh. I really don't fuck with the, what say, KFC. I really don't fuck with them much. Obviously, the buckets are good. But Davis bowls are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all those stuff, way up, way bomb. Man. Just because I'm salty about the size of the uh, Burger King burgers, I have it my way, my ass. How about, you know, I got to buy two of them to fucking get full. What, what are we, crystals? Is it crystals now? But yeah, that's my answer. I guess BK. You know, it's funny. I was 100% sold on it being beat Burger King. And then you mentioned the breakfast. breakfast and I do good. like, I think that breakfast for sandwiches are, I think that's as good of a breakfast sandwich as there is. So I'm going to, man, I like that popcorn chicken at KFC. I like everything McDonald's. I love the Big Mac. I love the French fries. I love a chicken, quarter chicken nuggets, bro. Sweet and sour sauce. Have you oh, had the pretzel bun baconator from Wendy's? And I have. Um, I've had, I like Wendy's. Like I, I mix it up at Wendy's. I like the spicy chicken sandwich. I like the burgers. I like everything but the fries. They've got chili. They're chili. I like the chili. I like the chili. It's canned now. You know, they sell it on the shelf. Look, I can, I can get a good breakfast sandwich at Dunkin'. Go ahead. Burger King's out. Brad, well, you know what you can do with those chicken nuggets? What can I do? Ask Cody Rhodes. He'll tell you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, so we are all unanimous. You know what you can do? Also, do with those chicken nuggets. That's the wrong. You can buy a bucket of fifty of them and feed your kids for dinner. Yeah, shout out, Mike. Mike. Eleven ninety nine, baby. I got a funny. McDonald's nuggets are not really nuggets; they come out of a bag, and they're called rib meat. We're not talking about McDonald's. This is Wendy's. Sweet, they come out of a bag. No, I got a random Wendy's. What Wendy's do for their nuggets, they, they take those little chicks and they squeeze them up real tight. Boom. There's your nugget. 
That's why they're yeah, not called. That's why change. they're only called McNuggets or Burger King. Don't call them chicken nuggets either. They just call them something nug, some kind of nuggets, but they're not called chicken nuggets because they're coming up a bag. It's nasty. True. Processed. Uh, one time we were leaving the bar, and uh, my buddy went. McDonald's was uh, advertising this mushroom Swiss burger or something, and uh, my buddy wanted to order it. We left the bar, you know, like two a.m. Uh, we had a, it was a DD driving, you know, and uh, we went to McDonald's and uh, he wanted to order that mushroom Swiss burger. They're like, oh, sorry, we're out of mushrooms. And he's like, you're out of mushrooms. You're advertising this burger. Like, yeah, we're out of mushrooms. He's like, all right, 50 piece nugget tray. And they're like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, I want a 50 piece nugget tray. You're out of mushrooms? 50 piece nugget tray. So uh, <laughs> just like in spite, <laughs> he ordered a 50 piece nugget tray. <laughs> At 2 a.m., you know. So they're not we ready. To, we had to pull forward and wait. <laughs> you know, he, ate, he ate like six of them. I mean, we went back. To, we were after partying, like, you know, so they got eight. But the fact that he was just like, oh, y'all don't have this? All right. I'm about to spend 20 bucks. <laughs> you know, he, he was just going to get that one meal. Right. But out of spite, fuck you, 50-piece nuggets. <laughs> it's like hell of an overreaction, man. <laughs> And Burger King's fries are not that good either. I remember when they changed their fries 100 years ago, and I was uh, in my 20s, and it was free Friday there because of it. And they were like 88 cents at the time for a small fry. They were giving them out for free. And that place was mobbed. I agree with Adam. (laughs) They're not really impressive. Mobbed for 88 cents. One small fry, 88 cents. Mobbed. Mob scene. Freaking dollar. And they Get have out of here. Hash brown, they have the little hash brown things, like little circular hash brown things. I'm starving. And McDonald's got the the McDonald's hash browns, boy. I am so hungry right now. McGriddle and shit too. Oh. All right. It's a Sprite McDonald's Sprite. Dang it. What Sprite Sprite? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. They 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 oh, just like a Taco syrup. Bell's Mountain Dew is better than all of them. They Get just out a syrup of here. It's just fountain. No, they you can regulate the syrup. You know, and they, they put a little more syrup you can in regulate their Sprite. the syrup and the carbonated water. All right. Did I, you I, know I, that McDonald's makes their hotcakes, their pancakes, with their Sprite instead of water? I am so hungry. You right know now. why they do it, Brad? Because McDonald's that, Sprite's bomb. Thank you. All right. I got two more of these guys. I didn't Go expect this. <laughs> All right. This is movies. And James, you're, you're going to like them. But you got to eliminate them. You're the one that wanted a three-hour show. Rocky Four, Varsity Blues, Tommy Boy. Happy Gilmore, Devin. Oh, I watched Happy Gilmore last night. Are you kidding me? That's what I did. Uh, hey, that one real tall dude uh, passed away recently. And hey, Carl Weathers passed away recently. I'm using my. That's why predator... I lost it because of Carl Weathers. Shout out, Chubb. I'm using my uh, Predator bottle opener. You know. How do you how do you get rid of one of them? It's hard. So I'm gonna say Rocky Four for the sole hey. reason. What? That it's probably the third best Rocky. Yeah, but it's probably like the fifth best movie. Oh, wait, we're talking four. I was thinking five. Sorry. Rocky four is the one with the Russian. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I was thinking five, That's Tommy Gunn. Everybody would have eliminated freaking Tommy Gunn. In my opinion, Rocky one and two are the, the best Rocky ones. Rocky one's the best one, but I love Rocky four. All right, go ahead, Mike. Freaking Devin. Yeah. <sighs> I love the other three movies too, though. I love all four of these. Yeah. Man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> mm, I think we with Devin. 
Rocky Four, man. You guys are both pieces what of shit. What the hell is wrong with y'all? All right, I go ahead, Adam. Tommy Boy? Mm. Yes. Just because I love Heavy Gilmore and Rocky Four is one of my all time favorites. And well, just, I don't know, just Tommy Boy is just, I like it, but just you process of elimination, Tommy Boy. James? Can you repeat the uh, selections? I love again? Varsity Blues. Rocky Four, Tommy Boy, Varsity Blues, Happy Gilmore. You know Varsity Blue ain't going nowhere. Jay loves I think my Blue. I think my phone's ringing. Uh, you can go ahead and skip me on this one, Brad. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. I hey, can't listen, pick Andy. one, dude. That is an asshole. I can't. That's holy. I mean, I have to, obviously. I'd say I think Tommy Boy out of the four. Oh, man. I think Tommy Boy is one of the greatest movies of all time. I love They're all Tommy great. Everybody, oh, man, I can't yeah. believe you dick heads big Rocky Four, you commie bastards. Like, what are we talking about here? You commie bastard. Yeah, I must break uh, my co host. I guess I must break you. Fucking. If he dies. I think Yvonne Drago, dies. every one of you assholes. What Richie Rocky Nielsen's 3 is better than Rocky play. 4. What? Yeah, when he's he, not, when no, he's you're not from the same mute, Devin. Somebody mute, Devin. Right hey, now. Hey. You remember, hey. we hated the Russians back then. You Guys. understand that? They hey. were going to bomb us. Hey, we all shut up for one second. William said, sure, Mike, had... your show. Yeah, I know, really. William wanted to answer this question, too. Okay. Sounds like he's real interested, Mike. He is. He was. He's right here. Listen, no, right here. I kind of like Varsity Blues. He's going for Varsity Blues. So that's what you eliminate? Yeah. Yes, that's what he takes out. What? Thank God we got that in, Mike. No, <laughs> no, he, yeah, Will's got to go to timeout because Rusty Blues is real. Good, James. Pick one. Or I'm going well, to pick one. I was trying to, but you know. Yeah. Uh, man. It's tough, ain't it? Yeah, it's, it's impossible. If you said Rocky Five, I would have hesitated at all. I wouldn't have picked that. I know better. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been a clean sweep with old Tommy Gunn. Outside of a bar in that one. Yeah, I know Devin. Devin was too young for Cold Morris, so I know that you are not allowed back with the real boxer Tommy Morrison. You are not allowed back. Rocky Five better than Rocky Four is that is sacrilegious. Is that what he said? Yes, he likes that one better because it's Tommy Gunn's a real boxer. He said. Yeah, I would choke that victory away too. Ah. Uh, James and Brad, what do y'all pick? I'm, I'm, I'm kicking out. I'm taking Varsity Blues. What? God, dog. I, the I'm whole leaving. reason this, the whole reason leaving. I wrote this list was to do Roll that. Roll credits. <laughs> no, I, really, I don't it. know. I can't pick my boy Farley, man, because he's he's a legend, and I can't pick. Four because you know, hello, the Cold War. They can't, can't pick Varsity Blues. Bar- Looks I'm like you never- got a half the Gilmore problem. You could have a gun to my head and say you have to denounce Varsity Blues, and I'd say pull the fucking trigger. <laughs> you know, I'd pull the trigger myself. <laughs> so I don't know. Damn, Tommy Boy. Do you guys remember the Cold War? Yes. Yeah, I Devin, had- we lived it. Yeah, we it was lived cold. it. Devin. Um, you know how you had fire drills. And guess what stopped it? Guess what stopped the Cold War? Rocky Rocky Four. Four. But if I can change, and they can change, then we all can change. But number five is better because it's got that was a movie. Devin, I thought miracle is what you had. 
You had fire drills. We had uh, we had bomb drills. We had nuclear bomb. <laughs> we had drills if we were going to get bombed. It had to be really amazing. We were going to get bombed. What would you have to do in these drills? You would you would you you basically crouched up like this against your locker. I don't know what 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 I can say. Until the night closes in. So is that your choice? No. You, you know why they did that, Brad, right? Uh, so when no. they found the bodies by the locker, they knew who locker would belong to who, so they could tell who belonged to who. And... But it wasn't our locker, and it wasn't the same hot dog. Yeah, we sat in the fucking basement. This is an absolutely a question. Though, I, like I really it. hate the fact I have to answer it. Can we do it today? One to I guess I'm going to go Tommy Boy, so everybody will quit You know, doing the thing. I'm with you, James. I hear you. I got one easy. I love Tommy Boy, dude. Chris Farley is a legend. Oh yeah, I love I love it too, but it's just I can't get rid of the other ones. I got one more, and it's uh this should be easier. It's uh get rid of the the social. TikTok, X Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Which one are you getting rid of? Devin. TikTok. I can't And you don't want to watch those chicks anymore, huh? Well TikTok, I don't even use it. I Everything else has reels. You got YouTube, Instagram reels. You got Facebook reels. TikTok's kind of ill and void now. Uh, you thought about that. Uh, Adam? I, I don't use Instagram hardly ever, so that's the easy one. Instagram's gone. Michael? Instagram out. Wait, James? what do you use? What do you use nowadays? James? I don't use TikTok at all, so TikTok's that's an easy one. Yeah, I'm TikTok as well because every once in a while I I want to see Lola Vice on uh on Instagram. <laughs> My goodness. I use Instagram, <laughs> but I do not use TikTok. You do at all. use a lot of Instagram. All right, that's it, guys. That was fun. I'm I'm sorry, James. For the and a lot of them uh, post clips on uh like WWE stuff, like because yeah. you know I sleep during a lot of these uh, airing times, so I wake up in the morning. Scroll through uh, Instagram and I'll get like a bunch of clips. I'm like, okay, so I kind of know what happened, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and you can find our clips on either one at the Kickout Crew. Well, not on TikTok. Well, there's some clips on there. I'll be damned. That was That's like three crazy. months ago, Devin. Right. Lola Voss is rolled head. You know what else is three months ago? I don't either. But hey, we are moving on to uh, Devin's demographic. So, Devin, what is the demographic this week? Is it uh, you losing the Super Bowl and still talking shit, even though y'all haven't won a Super Bowl since 94? Go ahead. Fuck off, James. But, um, oh, right. no, you were very comfortable sending me all those little posts, and that's hilarious. 94, by the way. Go ahead. At least I've seen my team play in a Super Bowl. I have two. I watched my team win three of them. Go ahead. <laughs> Everybody can get there, Devin. You know, because we all, all know right, we celebrate right. second place. All right. So, you of the NFL. At least we made it. Shout out. So, if <laughs> I don't even know where to go, <laughs> just go, agent. man. It's all jokes. Come on. Uh, yeah, for my demographic this week. It's finally been officially made. Sting's last match. It's going to be Sting and Darby Allen going up against Nicholas and Matthew Jackson, the Young Bucks. 
That's going to be a revolution coming up very oh, soon. Man. Shout out to the Young Bucks. It's finally been made. It hasn't, wasn't this like three weeks ago? Well, it's official yeah. now. It, uh-huh. it was made official as we're recording last night. Yeah, I digress. <laughs> I didn't finish watching Dynamite from last night, so I digress as well. Yeah, Matt Taven was in the main event. All uh, right. My second and last demographic of the day, baseball is back. Spring uh, training is officially underway, as everyone has reported to spring training. They're going to be starting up exhibition games against random leagues, you know, just in Mexico and Italy, you know, based off against random colleges before the actual spring training league starts. So get ready, because baseball's back. Shut up. Can't wait. That's it. Back to you, James. You said that was your second to last one. That was second my second, second and last. last. Oh, I thought you said second to last. Yeah. My apologies. Didn't hear. Shout out baseball. Can't wait to uh catch it October. I'm kidding. Home run derby, though. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. So, uh. Next week seems like it's going to be uh, real exciting. And, uh, yeah, some would say, hell, it may even premiere before next week. <laughs> but what is next week? So next week, we are happy to say we have the returning Alex Kane from MLW. Booma, uh, yay! We've had Mr. Thomas on a couple times. We had Alex on uh, after he won um, the Battle Riot. And oh, yeah. it became the number one contender for the championship. And since then had won the championship July 8th. And unfortunately, just recently lost the title to Kojima. So we are going to get some uh, reactions from him. Really excited to have him back. Really big fan of him. And uh, that is next week. Great. Greatly excited to have him. Uh, can't wait to catch up with him. See uh, see what's happened since the last time we've had him on, which yeah. Brad just laid out. But uh, yeah, can't wait to uh, hear, hear his thoughts on a lot of things. And, you know. We were all part of the Boom IA Fight Club, obviously, because it is for the people. And, you know, like our show is, it's for the people. But he was for the people. And uh, he had uh, he had quite a bit of swelling, uh, you know, uh, a swelling like presence and all this stuff. Like people were behind him. Everybody was digging the Boom IA Fight Club. And then, and Brad was in attendance. And then he lost that belt. So big shocker like this i said is gonna be, yeah big shocker so this is gonna be a really big uh big interview and we're gonna see uh man i can't wait the, to ask him about it seriously what does the future hold like there's a lot of there's a lot of questions you know there's a lot of uh deep dives and stuff and uh i'm really uh i'm really excited and uh obviously uh can't wait and it's gonna be a good one so definitely be sure to check that out but uh I guess, uh, is this it, huh? This is, is it. it. Is it conclude? Why is conclusion always the smallest bullet? Point? I don't know why it happens on Microsoft it trips games. Me I'm out sorry, every time. but it's just for you now. Oh, well, thank you. According, you know, as far as Alex, Alex goes, he's still the action pro wrestling champion. And <laughs> yeah. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be back in Georgia on the 22nd. And then there's another show. I don't want to say it's the 15th. That he's doing that I'll, I'll get a chance to finally meet him in person. So, like I said, he's still he's still toting gold. He lost so, one, but he's still toting another one. So uh, we'll find out more next week. But he is February 29th. He is wrestling Bobby Fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I keep seeing the graphic. 
anyway James. oh yeah we are uh pretty pumped about that one and uh hell i'm pretty pumped about this one it seems like uh you know we eliminated uh all that we could on this and uh now we're at the end of the rundown or as some would say the outline so uh want to thank everybody for joining us what's up so that chamber is empty boom uh (laughs) yeah and uh you know, they're cute and they're sexy and they got the looks that drive the girls wild even though it's a Dutch boy haircut and shit pants but yeah enjoyed uh enjoyed the watch long enjoyed uh you know glad we had everybody here glad everybody was able to make it you know it's always fun to get the crew back together and uh bang one out you know as uh, some would say had a great episode uh here's the thing if you like what we're doing, you know, why don't you be a friend and tell a friend? Because uh, I think we got some good things going on. I think we got some good things on the horizon. And I think we got, uh, you know, I think our track record speaks for itself. We're doing a lot of cool things. And you can see all those cool things at all your social media platforms. We are Kickout Crew. Be sure to watch the clips. You know, hey, and help share and promote. Because guess what? It's your show. We don't, you know, like, I still am under the belief that, like, uh, Five people listen. I know the numbers don't reflect that, obviously, but it's just like uh, hanging out with the homies and uh, hanging out with the extended fam homies, you know? So if you like what we're doing, why don't you extend that fam to your homies, you know? And then we can all get down on the fun, because why not? It's your show. That being said, want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, Hope everybody has a good week. And as always, we're not going to get pinned down. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to kick out, or we're going to see you next week. Because why not? It's your show. That being said, good. Bye. Peace.